Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 96. I want to continue our discussion about fasting. When we met together the last time, I introduced the concept of fasting to you. Now, fasting in the Bible only has to do with food. If you abstain from anything else in your life, just say, I'm abstaining from something. Don't dumb down the word for fast and don't try to spiritualize something. If God has spoken to you about quitting something or abstaining from something, just do that. But you're not fasting from it. Fasting has to do with abstaining from food and sometimes abstaining from even anything to drink. And it has been practiced down through the ages, but it has always been associated with a godly purpose. And fasts that were not designed for godly purpose were condemned if indeed people were trying to let on like and promote that they were fasting for something spiritual when indeed they weren't. Now, if you're fasting to lose weight, thank God, and God might even use that while you are abstaining from food to get your attention, because I want to tell you, it does help you to concentrate. But the reason we need to concentrate as children of God and followers of Jesus is in order to concentrate in prayer and listening to God. You see, prayer is not talking to God and reeling off a prayer list. If you want to do that, that's fine. But that's not what the Bible calls praying. Praying is not you doing all the talking. As a matter of fact, praying is communicating with God. It's not talking with God. It's communicating with Him. And when we're communicating with someone, God gives us two ears and one mouth. That means we need to do twice as much listening as we do speaking. That would definitely be true in our talking with God and communicating with God and walking with God. Let's let Him do the guiding. After all, He's the only one that knows the way. And let's let Him do the guiding because He's already been there. And so let's let him do the talking because he actually knows what he's talking about. Rarely do we. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't talk with God, but sometimes we dominate the conversation and God's trying to give us the answer, but we won't be quiet long enough for him to talk to us in his word. And that's the way that God speaks to us primarily is through the Bible. So if you want to hear the voice of God and you're out there in la-la land and you're just saying, well, God speak to me, God's not going to speak to you primarily till you get in the book. And it might not be just opening up the Bible, but studying the Bible, then God will begin to direct your life. And so many times that calls for a fast. That means we afflict our bodies by depriving it of food. Now, again, if you have a medical condition, you need to not only talk with God, about that, but you need to talk with your physician because some of you have a disorder that going without food would be harmful for you. And there's ways that you can do that with your physician that will help you perhaps to do fasting from food, but it might not be as drastic as just not eating for a meal or two meals or for a day or several days. And certainly before you go on an extended fast, if you've had any medical problems, you need to be sure and talk with your physician. I encourage anybody and everybody to do that. 
But I want you to look at Isaiah chapter 58. And God was chastising his people because they said they were fasting for spiritual purposes, but they weren't. They had forgotten what it was all about. It was about them so people could look at them so they could say that they're fasting and that they're spiritual. And as a matter of fact, when he comes to verse 5 of Isaiah 58, he says, after all that they had said they had been doing, he said, is it a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Would you call this a fast, an acceptable day to the Lord? And then he goes on and says in verse 6, Is this not the fast that I have chosen? And then he names four things that are very important to God. And it has to do with purpose. It has to do with the purpose of fasting. He says the first thing is to loose the bonds of wickedness. And by the way, the word fast, just so you want to write it down, is the word tsum. It would be Z-U-M if you were pronouncing it, but it is T-Z-U-M, like Zion, like Zion, and it's Zoom. And when you come to the word for fast, that's the word that appears over and over again. It simply means to abstain from food. I meant to say that at the beginning. But as I was reading through this text, it reminded me of this because all fasting in the Bible had a purpose. You don't just fast to say, you know, I think I'm just going to fast. You fast for purpose, on purpose. It has direction. And the first purpose, it says, is to loose the bonds of wickedness, to loose the bonds of wickedness. Now, it's interesting here that the word wickedness is the word for violence, really a crime against civil authority. It's the idea of ethical relationships. In other words, he said, we need to fast and ask God to free us and to free those we love and to free our nation, our communities from crime against civil law. That is to loose the bonds of wickedness. Now, isn't that fascinating in the generation in which we're living? And I want to encourage you to think about this. What we need in our land is for God's people who are called by his name. This has nothing to do with those who are not followers of God, agnostics, atheists, the nuns, those who are living their own life independently from God. But those of us who know God, you and I need to pray and to set aside time to fast and ask God to free us from the violence that is being brought on by the Marxists in our country today and those who are wanting to destroy this nation. You see, there's not enough law enforcement agents in the world. As good a job as they can do, they cannot change the human heart. Only God can do that. And God can stop this if he wants to, but his people probably don't want it enough because they think that by an election we're going to stop it or by passing other laws we're going to stop it. What is the problem in our country today is not passing of laws or another election. I've already talked to you about the election, and you know where I am on that. But what I'm talking about is the only way the violence is going to stop in our nation is for God to step in and stop it. And when God says enough is enough, it'll be enough. That's all the time I have right now. Come back tomorrow, and we'll discuss the other purposes for fasting while we walk on the way. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. 
Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.